0: This is Butch and Adrian. Three and twenty. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box, Gangster. Hey, I'm Albie. Uh, with Thinking Outside the Long Box, we're in San Diego Comic Con, and I got the great opportunity to speak to Leva Bates. You may know her by many names, uh, Leva, Leva Bates, uh, The Librarian, Blue Pants, that was one of my favorites, of course, Librarian. Um, I wanted to ask about your time in AEW. I know it's over now, and you, you moved on to exciting things, and you're a champion. Of course, anywhere you go, you can win, right? Um, <laughs> but uh, I was very intrigued by one, when Blue Pants came out, and uh, that popped like crazy. And then I was like, I, w- I thought they were going to just push you to the stars, and then it was like, you're gone. What happened with Blue Pants?
1: Uh, it was a science experiment, pretty much. Uh, it was supposed to be a one-time deal. Right. Like, show up, do it, leave. And since it took off, it was a one-time thing that lasted for a year and a half. Um, pretty much what ended it was me breaking my ankle. That'll do it. Yeah.
0: That will do it. I wasn't aware of that. Do you think uh, the response was because it was in South Florida, because it was the for um what was it nxt or fcw at the time
1: it was uh nxt nxt yeah. so
0: the south florida independent wrestling scene is like crazy and you dominated that for so long so uh, when you came out they yes, already knew who you were
1: no i think it was just a lot of factors it was one of those lightning in a bottle moments mm-hmm. uh i credit a lot to Cass and enzo because their promo got it over i the The audience recognized me, Mm -hmm. so they definitely fueled it. But I also think a little bit was also my reaction to being called blue pants. You know, like, I feel like the normal reaction, blue pants. Mm -hmm. What do you mean blue pants? Instead, I was like, hey, they are actually blue. They are blue. Yeah. And I think the audience just kind of found that hilarious. Mm -hmm. So it was the, like, Cass and Enzo and their comic timing. They were great. Uh, the Like cast singing The Price is Right, you know, and then oh, yeah. the audience recognizing me. Me being dancing to The Price is Right. Mm-hmm. I think all of that just kind of went whoop, mm-hmm. and that was just a weird lightning in a bottle thing. And then the fact that we got a blue pants chant, and uh, we went in the back, and Triple H was like, you-, <laughs> <laughs> you guys got a blue pants chant. And he just couldn't believe it. And then literally like the next uh, week they filmed, I mm-hmm. got a call like the day before going, hey, you want to bring Blue Pants back? Yeah. And we're going to see what happens. Okay. And then that's literally how it happened. The next week was like, hey, you want to try it again? And then it was just legit. Let's see what happens.
0: Everybody Let's go bring you back you. and see what happens. Everybody loved you.
1: And it literally lasted for a year and a half. Yeah. So, so. great.
0: Not long enough. I but
1: <laughs> longer than I expected. It was literally a one-time right? you deal. Think it was an in and out. I, mean, I ended up getting a shirt, merchandise. Yeah, what I do mean- you think?
0: Of all that it was just like it, now I made it. It's crazy because I know you work really hard and you're so loved <laughs> on the independence But when you're in WWE, it might just mean something more. Maybe. I at mean, that moment
1: that, all of it means right a lot it was just one of those it was just kind of wild and it was a ride that we're like we don't know where this is going but let's just check it out and enjoy it while we can you know and I feel like honestly in any type of situation you're in you know you, that's how I was with AEW I don't know how long this is going to last but I'm going to enjoy it while I can you know And
0: AEW I really enjoyed your character Thank you. Uh, and uh, you seem to be more character than actually in ring and uh, working with Peter and doing the BTE. Like it was all just amazing. How does the how does that that work? All the behind the scenes, like the weekly YouTube show, because you were on it most every time uh, with Peter and doing different things. How does that work? And do you get a cut of it, or is it just for fun? What, is that for part BTE? of yeah?
1: Uh, it was just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah, it was one of those we could expand and develop our character and the relationship. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, there's only so many hours of AEW. Yeah. Like, and there's a lot of people on AEW. Uh, not well, a lot of people hired by AEW, and only so much time. So you're not going to have that character development through you know, dynamite. Cause you only get, yeah. if you're on dynamite, you might get 30 seconds right, to uh, right, five right. minutes. You right. know what I mean? Depending if it's a match or a promo, you know what I mean? So this way you could definitely flesh out your character, flesh out the story, flesh out the relationship and just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like, a lot of it's like skit comedy. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get to see a lot of that in the world of wrestling, so mm-hmm. that got to flex our other muscles as well, mm-hmm. or you could have more dramatic moments, like, yeah. you know, Peter standing in the rain, you know, crying, that type of thing.
0: I was so into it at
1: home. <laughs> you know what I mean? We got to really, he and I really got to flex our, our performance mm-hmm. muscles, because, you know, we both are actors as right, well as right. wrestlers, so we really wanted to... to do more than what was available just purely through Dynamite and Dark mm-hmm. and Elevation by itself so you have something like BTE you have something like Sammy's Vlog you have those things and why not utilize them so yeah that was just purely us saying alright let's go do this let's have fun and uh, some of my best work I feel like was through BTE you know what I mean? So-
0: I loved it and I knew I, I knew you had me when I was at home going are they really together? <laughs> <laughs> You, you know, like, that's, yeah. that's when I knew. So, I, great job he's on so that. awesome
1: to work with. I love him.
0: Now, you might not, uh, you, you will not remember this, but uh, I actually uh, did refereeing for a few of your matches in Miami. Really? Yeah, at Supercon.
1: Supercon. Okay. We were
0: doing cosplay wrestling.
1: Okay. So, it was uh, FSCW.
0: Yes. Yes. So, that was a fun time. Uh, so,
1: what match? Do you remember the match?
0: Uh, you were dressed up in some kind of anime costume. Okay. And you were doing this. That was
1: probably Chung li
0: Yes, Chung li Okay. And I think you won with that move, actually.
1: Well, okay, that doesn't narrow it down. No, but, but <laughs> I don't remember I Do who I wrestled? Ah, I do not. Okay.
0: I was, like, looking at you the whole time. Sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, but I had, <laughs> I had
0: a good time. And when I'm out there, there was a lot of people, so I was kind of nervous.
1: Oh, that's fair.
0: That's yeah, fair. but that was fun. Um, okay, and now you're a dual champion. You have two belts. Yes. Can you tell me about that?
1: Yes, I am uh, the women's champion for Atomic Legacy Wrestling. Uh, I am actually this. This is my s- second time being a wow. champion, I believe, or is it third? It all it all goes kind of hand in hand yeah. together, you know. Um, I think this is actually my sec. I'm gonna say second. Okay. And then yeah, so I beat Renee Michelle, uh, dropped dropped it to Sue Young, and then the next month got it back. Got it back. That was a fluke. Mm-hmm. So. That belt's mine. And then I just defended it against Tessa Blanchard next month, which in a couple weeks. Yeah, she's good. I have to defend it against Allison Kaye and Teal Piper at the same time. So it's not been an easy bout of... of matches. So I've I definitely am a defending champion there. And then I am also a champion at PPW in PPW, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Uh, I've been champion for a few months now, so pretty excited. I just wrestled uh last month so or uh, last week last week, yeah. Last week. Defended it. Uh, against Miranda Vionette. She was the champion before. So that was her rematch. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, it was probably the hottest uh, wrestling match I've ever done because <laughs> Pennsylvania was not prepared for a very humid, hot summer day.
0: Yeah, like in Florida, we know it's going to be hot. Yes, and They keep know. their
1: air conditioning on at like sixty or or fifty. Like they keep it so cold in Florida. So yeah, when you're all, indoors, all you're actually cold. Yeah, when I like, it's it like, at like Sixty-nine 100 degrees outside.
0: Sixty-nine.
1: That Pennsylvania. they're sweat. like, oh, it's always cold here. We don't need air.
0: But it's pretty out there. How are the crowds there? Good. Good.
1: Yeah. It, it's uh, it. Yeah. They were really hot last <laughs> last week, but they were really into it. It's like one of those. It's I wouldn't say an old school crowd, but they're very into like the characters and the stories, and mm-hmm. and they very love that. And so, which is a lot of fun.
0: Um, Some people might not know, but you're big into streaming, and yes. uh, you're always on Twitch and doing different things. And uh, can you tell me a little bit about that and your like nerd side? Because as uh, wrestlers go, you're kind of like. Uh, very much in nerd culture. Uh, tell me about your uh, nerd uh, nerd life.
1: Uh, I'm a Twitch streamer. I'm actually a Twitch partner. Uh, so I make a living on Twitch. I make a living playing video games. Hey! That's <laughs> like the life, right? Um, Yeah, I've been doing it. You know how everyone got in during COVID? Yeah. I was already like, what, four years in or three years in yeah. when everyone else got in? So I'm one of those. I was the original wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I think maybe Kenny. Kenny and uh, yeah. Austin Creed, but then me. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> All right. So- no,
1: um, but no, but yeah, I I stream uh, several times a week. I do subscriber uh, play-alongs. That's a lot of fun. I also stream what I'm currently playing. Right now I'm currently playing Marvel Midnight Sun. I'm actually enjoying it a lot. I love the, the type of battle system. It's a tactical uh, RPG, but it's also your attacks are all cards so it's like a card game meets a tactical rpg i love that so i also stream marvel snap all the time too mm-hmm. so i'm i'm big into card games i love like digital trading card games and those type of things so i'm a big nerd i play anything from hack and slash to rpg to puzzle to to you're anything. tricky too
0: right i saw a first contact poster on your wall Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's how. Yes, awesome. I, I have the same my personal. whole
1: house is like Pee-Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. Like every room is a certain theme. Like my kitchen is a space theme, so it's Star Wars, Star Trek. Like I have a lot of Galactus cuz he's a devourer of planets. Mm-hmm. Of course, if we go in the the kitchen, and then I have the Guardian stuff cuz I got big into Guardians. My my bedroom is all horror movies and horror themed. Uh I have an extra room that's like my closet for all of my cosplays but it's also my wrestling room so I have all of my like art from fans and like the stuff I've collected over the years and then my wrestling collection that I have from like just growing up and whatever that's all in there so that's that theme I have a whole shelf that's nothing but Final Fantasy and then another shelf that's all like my old consoles so it's like the the Atari and, like, various uh, Game Boys and Nintendos and almost one through four of PlayStation. I think I'm missing...
0: I have the same closet.
1: Three. I'm missing number three. My 2600's
0: three. out. I'm still trying to BDT.
1: <laughs> I haven't BDT yet. Really? Yeah,
0: but I, I try. Okay, well, Leva Bates, thank you so much.
1: For listening to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box, make sure to join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content. Thinking Outside the Long Box is a Baron Space production. <laughs>